Dynasty Blueprint with Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome into another edition of the Dynasty Blueprint. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell, joined as always by Matt Williamson. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Doing well. Looking forward to the draft. It obviously has a different feel this year. Normally, we would spend every one of these shows talking about rookies, looking forward to what's happening in a couple weeks. And um, because of what we're dealing with, we're going to swerve a little different direction today. Uh, And we've got... My good buddy, everybody's good buddy, Scott Fish. Uh, of course, Scott works for Fanball. He runs the uh, safe leagues over there, hundreds of leagues, uh, dynasty leagues and redraft leagues for uh, for those guys. And, of course, is the commish of the Scott Fish Bowl. Does a ton of great work for uh, for Fantasy Cares. The, the, the list is too long to keep going. Scott, how's it going today? It's going great, man. It's uh, it's weird not being on this show in early July. That seems to be my yearly uh, <laughs> appearance on this thing. That's right. We'd love having you on to talk uh, to talk about SFB, and, and we'll have to do that. I, I hope that we're able to do that, and I hope all of that uh, goes off as scheduled. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for, for today, we're kind of in the early stages of talking about that. We are uh, we're going to have the discussion we've we've been trying to avoid. Honestly, we are going to talk about uh, the impact of COVID nineteen on fantasy leagues and specifically, Scott, on dynasty leagues. Uh, I, I know I've I've already heard you say it in conversations we've had. I've, I think I've seen you uh, put it out on Twitter. The answer is pretty easy in redraft leagues. If the season, worst case scenario, if the season is canceled. You cancel your redraft league, you move on, and, yep. and that's kind of it. Yep. But it's dynasty leagues or, or keeper leagues where you really have some tough decisions to make, and, and that's what we want to talk about today. So let's let's take a step back. I, I mentioned the NFL draft. We are uh, just a little over two weeks away at this point, and although there are going to be major changes, it's it's going to be a virtual NFL draft, teams drafting from from their homes, basically, from the homes of mm-hmm. coaches and and general managers. Uh, no Las Vegas. They were planning the ultimate draft party this year. That's, of course, not going to happen, unfortunately. But it does look like the NFL draft is going to continue. Scott, at this point, in your leagues, and, and not only do you run, uh, as I said, hundreds of dynasty leagues for safe leagues, you also... Uh, you have your own series of, of personal leagues. Tons, that, yeah. Uh, yeah, that are... That are pretty intense serious leagues at this point are you planning any changes any altering anything from the normal plan as far as rookie drafts well i'm not normal i'm not altering anything now and definitely not for rookie drafts i think the biggest thing to start with uh with what's going on is first off take the cues from the nfl the nfl staying on schedule i think you should keep your league on schedule but you probably need to, and we're going to discuss this, maybe add some addendums to your bylaws and notify all your owners of them uh, in short order here early on. And I'll let you take it because I, I figure we'll go over some of this. Yeah, and I think I think that's a good point. Take our cues from the NFL. They're staying on schedule. We're staying on schedule. I know I have I have a few leagues that are contract leagues, and, and because of that we have, we have things we do in – uh, in March and April. And there was some talk just in our kitchen sink leagues about pushing deadlines back or, um, just basically pausing the league. And we decided not to do that. The, the NFL went through with free agency. Um, 
barring a change they're going through with the draft uh, soon. So I think that's that's a good uh, it's a good piece of advice. Take our cues from the NFL. I think that's really important, just because the NFL hasn't really changed anything yet. I mean, they they bump things back because of the CBA issues, but not because of the virus issues. So I think if you, I think you just keep it status quo until something changes, right? Yeah, I think so, Matt. You certainly have a different perspective than than most people. You're covering the Pittsburgh Steelers. You would normally be. Uh, on site every day, especially in, in, in leading up to the draft, I would imagine normally 15, 20 days out, it's it's madness as, as teams try to finalize their draft boards and bring players in for visits and things like that. And we know none of that is happening. Um, you're still you're still at least doing radio, so you've you've got your finger on the pulse there. What are you seeing that's different other than the the obvious? changes yeah i mean it's so unique that it's a hard thing to decipher it just came out that none of these people are going to be in their respective facilities you know they're all going to basically draft from home i mean i gotta think there's going to be less trades there's going to be some communication issues hopefully your computer or internet doesn't go out that day if (laughs) if you're the gm of the you know the bears or whatever like that could be a problem like you're pretty reliant on technology, and what if it doesn't go well? I wonder if they're going to extend the time you get to make your picks because communication could be a problem. Trades are going to be hard to pull off. Um, I, I don't know what to think of it. I mean, something I bring up a lot, and it is because it's Steeler related is I really think the stable teams, the stable front offices, head coaches that have been in place a long time, Uh, quarterbacks that aren't changing systems really are going to have an advantage. And some of this is my bias as being a scout in the past is if you have a really good entrenched veteran group of area scouts, they're going to get the information from Auburn and Oklahoma and, you know, Boston College, wherever, better than the new scout. Because I was that new scout and I didn't know what the heck I was doing. You know, I didn't have any connections in the schools I went to. I didn't have people pulling me aside telling me things. So I think that's something that's really noteworthy. And when we look back at this draft when it's all said and done three, four, five years from now, we might be like, boy, these five teams, the Ravens, the Steelers, the Patriots, the Seahawks, have been doing it a long time. Look at the studs they got in the fourth round. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good point, Scott. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it. It does put a whole nother twist on on just dynasty strategy this mm-hmm. offseason, uh, preparing for rookies to make less of an impact that uh, they normally do in year one, uh, preparing for fantasy players on stable teams like Matt uh, mentioned to have a better year this year and maybe target those players uh, differently in startups. Um, and if there's no season, maybe maybe you're avoiding uh, older players. There's a there's a lot of strategy that uh, I'm sure you guys uh, will talk about in the coming weeks, uh, just based on uh, which teams draft which players, and uh, and also, you know, a, a player's pot potential age <laughs> if they miss a se- miss a season here. Tom Brady, Adrian Peterson, guy Drew Brees, guys like that. If there's no season, uh, they're 
they should drop a ton in in uh, in startups and in uh, in value in general. There's there's a lot of stuff to be said for strategy surrounding this uh, this off season. Yeah, there absolutely is. I think uh, Matt, you made a, a couple of good points. Maybe fewer trades this year. Um, I've already seen I've seen it talked about on Twitter. I, I think it was Daniel Jeremiah that made this point uh, about the undrafted. Uh, I'm sorry, not undrafted free agents, but the the players that were not at the combine. Mm-hmm. And he had the number, the number of players that were not, uh, not invited to the combine last year, but were still drafted. And his, uh, his suggestion, his theory was that that number will drop dramatically because we don't have these pro days. We don't have, you know, team visits or, uh, physicals taking place. All of that information that teams normally have, they will not have this year. And along those lines, to take it a step further, I don't know that all our listeners know this, but first of all. I feel for the guys coming out of school right now that have any kind of medical because you go to the combine, you get checked out like everybody else. And then right before the draft, they bring back all the guys for a medical recheck, which is really valuable. And everyone in the league shares that information as they do with combine medical. That's not even going to happen. So that's really rough on those 20, 30, 40, whoever would have been brought back to Indy for a combine recheck. That's that information just isn't going to exist this year. So I think medical guys are going to slip on draft day, and that certainly affects Chenault. And Ayuk just came out today that he had a, a muscle injury. Mm-hmm. Things like that. They might be um, – their draft profile might not be as good an indicator as most years. And another thing along the Daniel Jeremiah thing that you mentioned, there's a lot of really small regional combines, you know, small school guys – that aren't widely, widely attended or known, but you get a lot of information there. There's not going to be any of those this year. So a lot of these small school guys in different regions of the country have their own little combines that just don't happen now. Yeah, those, that's good points there as well. Uh, Van Jefferson and Thaddeus Moss, a couple other guys dealing with injuries. I think both of those are foot injuries, and I, I, I agree. I think we could see those guys fall just due to the uncertainty. Scott, there's there's so many possibilities, and, and and that's one reason we haven't really delved into this topic too much yet. Is it's just the the amount of unknown. But uh, I know you have suggested dynasty commissioners need to start making making some plans for this, and and I totally agree. That's why we want to do this show. So we're, we're hoping, obviously, for a lot of other reasons beyond way beyond football, we're hoping none of this is anything we have to worry about and that um, that a vaccine is found and that, that we flatten the curve and, and all of those things go in the direction that we want them to. But as you have said, if it doesn't go that way, if the season is postponed, if the season is canceled, if the college season is canceled, those are all things we need to prepare for. And um, of course, I've seen a lot more talk about the NFL than I have college football, but dynasty players dynasty commissioners need to have college football uh, on their radar as well even if uh, even if they're not in devy leagues because in july we have the nfl supplemental draft and normally that is a, a non-story you have very few uh, impact players coming into the league that way if josh gordon was one mm-hmm. and i mean if we want to go way back we're talking about bernie kozar and and, and guys like that but 
yeah, it's it's very rare that you that you really have um, impact players from that. This year, it, it could go differently. That is in July. So by July, I would expect that we would know one way or another if we're going to have a college season, if we're going to have a NFL season or perhaps a shortened NFL season. And to me, it's a it's a scenario that could play out that the college season is canceled or delayed and that some of these draft-eligible players change their mind. They, they, they bypassed the NFL draft. Uh, they went back to school. But now knowing, knowing what they know or knowing what they could know in, in July, we're talking about guys like Travis Etienne, Chuba Hubbard, Najee Harris. A lot of big-name players went back to school, and we could see those players potentially included in the NFL supplemental draft in July. In some ways, that's exciting. We want to see these guys in the NFL as quickly as possible. But for a commissioner, it it presents a problem. Um, you've already had your rookie draft, let's assume. Most leagues have that in in May or, or maybe June. Mm-hmm. Certainly, most of them by, by July, though. So as a commissioner of, of many dynasty leagues, what would be your plan? I, I don't think the answer is just throw them into waivers. That's not the no. answer, right? Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a really tough one. And you posited a really interesting uh, situ- scenario where the, the college ranks have decided to, to cancel all these games and these TV deals uh, prior to July, and the NFL is still on course. Um, <laughs> because because I, I find it hard to believe that uh, a player, one of these players will be like, okay, no college season, NFL's still up in the air, I'm going to make the switch. And what if the NFL cancels after that? Like, there, there's a lot of risk there for one of these players to actually make that call. There, sure, there absolutely is. But still, you'd rather be committed to the NFL than committed to, I got to go another year to Oklahoma and then go to the NFL. Yeah. 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 Very, yeah. Very, very true. Um, so basically, we're saying on a scenario where college has canceled and NFL has not, and they're, they're taking the risk that, uh, they're, I mean, they could always go to the NFL next year, but uh, they're taking the risk that maybe they'll be able to play NFL this year. Quick question for you guys. How does this usually work? Well, so if a good prospect goes to the supplemental draft, does he just get entered the waivers like a P.J. Walker just did or somebody like that? How does it usually work most years if a running back, wide receiver, whatever, declares for the supplemental? So, well, first of all, I, would, I will say... I expect 99% of leagues do not have a rule regarding the supplemental draft. That, <laughs> okay, yeah. And mine, mine don't even. And that my, my bylaws are novels. Right. So that's, right. That, yeah, yeah. That's that would be something. my guess. Um, so when Josh Gordon entered the league, we're talking, what was it, guys? 20, 2012? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's right. 2013, 2012. He came into the league with a lot of hype, and, and therefore he was – a coveted asset in dynasty leagues. I didn't have a rule for supplemental draft at that point. I basically created a bidding system combining blind bid money and draft picks, uh, future draft picks. Okay. So you could, you could bid your entire blind bidding uh, balance. You know, that that's a thousand dollars in our league. You could potentially bid a thousand dollars. Everybody has that. So if you want to, uh, break that tie. You could also bid a future second rounder, for example. Um, mm. So that was that was all a blind process, and that's how we did it. 
But again, we didn't have a rule at that time. The majority of dynasty leagues that are out there haven't dealt with this. We haven't had a, a real player that mattered since Josh Gordon um, mm-hmm. nearly 10 years ago. So they haven't had to deal with it. That's why I think it's it's a topic worth discussing. Why are you super against them going to waivers? And I'm, I'm not saying it's wrong or right. I'm just thinking to myself, uh, a blind bidding waiver, you're going to get a guy who, if he wants to spend every single dime on that player, he won't be able to, you know, blind bid waiver for the rest of the season. And if it's uh, waiver order, which those still exist in, in a ton of leagues, the worst team gets them. I'm 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 with you. It it doesn't feel fair or good enough. Like it feels like there should be something special because we're talking about a guy like Chuba Howard, uh, Chuba Hubbard, that could be like a first round pick type of player, and just throwing him in a waiver seems ridiculous. But uh, is that basically it? That that they're too valuable, and you need to think of something different. It certainly seems a lot more feasible if we all can bid on him equally, as opposed to. Johnny has the first pick and pick up, then that's not fair. Yeah, that that was that is part of my thinking. Um, I was actually just referring to, I guess, like open the first person to jump on the league when when MFL oh, adds, yeah, you, you, like a first come first. Yeah, serve. you can't have first come right. first serve. No right. way. Right, right, right. Uh, but I see my brain immediately went to all my leagues run weekly fab waivers once a week. Fab, there's no first come first serve. It's all weekly fab waivers, and it, my head was like. If a team wants to spend a full thousand, which they probably should, on that player, they wanted him most. But uh, yeah, it, it does feel like it's not quite enough, depending on the level of player it is. What about this suggestion? What if you had normal rookie draft as you always do, and then when these names come out this year, and this is the first I'm thinking of it, you have rookie draft two, but. If you earned 1-1 one, one in rookie draft one, do you get 1-1 one, one again? That's too much of a prize for being yeah, terrible. That's, or do you throw every problem. name in the hat and you randomize that draft? Well, I think it depends on how many of these players we get. Um, mm-hmm. And and again, we're, we're talking months in advance. We're talking about scenarios that certainly may not happen and and honestly are are probably doubtful to even happen, but... There are some things that there's just no clean way. Right. Like, I don't know that there's a clean way, like a clean, simple, here's how you do it. I think it's going to be different for, me, for each league. I, I think just extending the rookie draft one round, like Matt said, gives, the, gives that worst team an extra, basically, first or second round guy, if mm-hmm. it, depending on who the player is. That sucks, but, you know, it's, I am not going to poo-poo on a league that does that either. Right, and, and again, it, I think it, matters how many players we have if if we're talking one guy josh gordon he's the only one that everybody's after that's one situation but if if the floodgates open and Etienne and hubbard and harris and uh, i'm probably forgetting a couple of these other guys but if they all declare uh or or if a handful of them declare now you've got to make a decision uh, why not that why not this ryan since let's say it's too bad and uh, we project him to be, you know, what, a late first next year or whatever. Maybe early first. Who knows? Uh, what if the scenario, what if it's basically you do blind betting and if you win him, you have to give up your 2021 first. It's just gone from you because that's who you, pick, you spent it on. What about that scenario? That's, yeah, I would say that's similar to what I had used. Uh, 
in that situation prior, although the the teams got to pick some some really wanted Josh Gordon, and if I remember correctly, I think a team did bid their first rounder and and they got Gordon that way, uh, giving up their first rounder the next season. I don't know if I would want that to be mandatory. Maybe a, a bidding system starting with fab money and also including future picks uh, gives a lot of a lot of flexibility. And and a tie yeah. is unlikely there. Yeah. It certainly seems like auction is better than snake draft, though. Yeah. Yes. And the, the, the likelihood is that there, there are so few of these that you would have a snake draft probably just wouldn't work because right, right. there's probably like maybe three or four people right. tops, I would imagine. Wow. That's a really interesting situation. Um, first, folks, by now, most of you have probably heard of Reality Sports Online. It's a powerful fantasy sports platform where owners get to build and manage their fantasy team just like an NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? It's time to go see what all the buzz in the Dynasty community is about. Free agency, multi-year contracts, a rookie draft, multi-team trades, franchise tags, contract extensions, first-round rookie options, automated contract and salary cap functionality, and much more. You think it sounds complicated? It's not. The best thing about Reality Sports Online Fantasy Front Office is that it doesn't take any more time than a standard league. It just requires more strategy. Think you're among the fantasy elite? Well, this is the platform to test your mettle. Still not sure? You can you can test out your general manager skills for free in a mock free agency auction. If you like what you see, use our promo code BLUEPRINT to receive 10% discount on your team or league today. Fantasy just got real at realitysportsonline.com. Scott, let's go through a couple of the possible scenarios uh, that that we've talked about, that other people are talking about. If there's a shortened NFL season, I've seen 12 games, I've seen 14 games thrown out as possibilities. What changes do you anticipate needing to make in Dynasty Leagues with a 12 or a 14 game season? Uh, Well... First off, I I think that at 14, it's it's crazy that this is happening right after all that hubbub about a 17-game yeah. season. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about bringing it back to the, you know, 30, 40 years ago to the 14 games. Um, uh, I think if it's 14 games, I'm still doing the three-week playoff and I'm still having a normal regular season. Uh, 12 games gets a little tighter. I think that some leagues could... Uh, go the option of foregoing playoffs and just doing uh, record or total points. Um, you can, That's the kind of thing you can throw in your rules now. So no matter what the NFL decides uh, to do with a shortened season and whatever your host site is even capable of changing it to for you, uh, record and points are very easy to do no matter what your host uh, allows. And it also makes it so no matter what the NFL decides for schedule, you should be fine. You should be good to go. Um, I think that's a one-year uh, a one-year option that's very feasible in leagues. It's just, uh, it's just a method. Do it by that method. I will say, I feel like if there's a shortened NFL season, the NFL is going to announce it with enough time that most hosts are going to figure out some kind of scheduling thing for their leagues. I have to feel like that's uh, that's going to be priority one once we find out what the NFL is going to do there. So I'm I'm not super worried about it. Uh, so I don't know that this is something that we need to address, other than a note in your rules and a notification to the owners 
something along the lines, this may be a shortened season. We're going to do it with playoffs if it's under, if it's over this many games. Scott, I wonder about both your opinions. So 12 game would make this even more of a feasible question. But if it's a 12 game schedule with 13 weeks with a bye, week 13 is the final week of the regular season. Would you make that a fantasy relevant week or would you treat it like we now treat week 17s? Yeah, I, I, I actually was wondering if you were going to ask, ask this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do I do think that that makes it it makes it hard once again, just like week 17 with uh, with the normal seasons. I would try, I would try to avoid it as as much as I can. Uh, I would I would try to cancel out that last week. Yeah, yeah, I would, too. Um that's a good question, though. I had not, I'm, Scott. I'm I'm not surprised you had thought about that, but I'd I had not thought about that yet. I guess you can maybe assume that uh, in a, a shorter amount of games that the better teams have had less of an opportunity to separate. So, you know, you you it get to be. week seventeen and the Ravens have a three game lead or something like that. That that's probably not happening in twelve or thirteen weeks, but. Yeah, that's a really good point. And there's seven playoff teams this year, so more teams are going to be in it to try to fight to get in. Yeah, and won't you won't rest their starters as much. It it really is, Scott. You kind that's a really good. You point. alluded to it. <laughs> you alluded to it there with the 17 game talk. Um, it, it really is just one of those wild things that um, we're dealing with this on top of the changes that the NFL already made. But think about this, though. I mean, if it's a 12-game schedule, a 13-week season, and playoffs would start, what, week 9? Does that sound right? Or week 10? Yeah. And you're the best team in the league, but you're 4-6 and six or 5-5. Five and five. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? But you're by far the most points in the league. You just got unlucky three times. I'd want to kill myself. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's a whole lot of variance there with <laughs> with a short season and, and win loss being uh, yeah. your main indicator. Total points has to be the biggest prize. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, Scott, let's go. Let's go. Worst case scenario in the football world, and and again, we obviously acknowledge this is uh, there's many more important things than football, but um, in, in the football world, a canceled season. As I said at the top of the show, if you're in a redraft league. You give everybody their money back. You come back in a year, and 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 hopefully everything is back to normal. But in a dynasty league, we're already used to we're already used to playing twelve months a year. We're we're already used yeah. to playing the big chunk of the calendar year without actual football. Meaning from January to August, we're still making trades, we're drafting, we're doing waivers, we're uh, interacting with our league mates. So. Dynasty leagues don't necessarily need to be shut down. And in fact, they should not be shut down. They should not be. Yep. But changes still need to be made. And I think, I think for most leagues that those changes have to start with money. You've paid your $50 or hundred dollars, whatever it might be to enter this league. The commissioner is holding this money. What do we do with that? Do we get a refund? Do we roll it forward? What do you see as, as, options i think the main option is is the last one you touched on well first off 
Dynasty, we're, we're all about the offseason in Dynasty. In, in the Dynasty League, as you kind of touched on this, that all the offseason stuff we do, that's the main part about being in a Dynasty League. So I don't know. I don't know that we, like, we're getting a, all we're doing is getting more offseason, I guess, in the 18 month offseason. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, the, the, I think the most common sense, practical way to go about it is to notify the league if the league, if the season is canceled, the all fees paid will roll over to next year. And if you're not okay with that, you can get it, get a refund and we'll find someone else to, you know, jump in that is okay with that. Um, I think if there's no season, a lot of people have either strategized their team or they bought in specifically to play this season. I can see people not, you know, not being happy with they paid in to play a league a year from now. So I think, I think that offer has to be there. The, the, notify them if there's not a season we're going to roll the funds to 2021 if you're not okay with that uh here's you know you can have your money back and probably put a deadline on that so that you know exactly uh what you have to do um so that once that deadline passes that that money is staying in the league uh as far as man there's so many things to touch on um here we we haven't even gotten how to handle rookie drafts next year but I think that's where you start with with the money. I think it's uh, similar with the partial season, honestly, to take it a step back. Um, notify people if the season's a partial season. We're going to play it out in this fashion. If you're not okay with that, get a refund. I'll find someone new. I, I think that's probably something you, you need to prepare your leagues for in that notification that, hey, if you're not okay with these possible outcomes – yeah, right. So when you say roll the money toward 2021, are you thinking right. 2021 will be basically worth double the pot or are you just pushing everything back a year? Just pushing everything back a, a year. People aren't sense. paying for 2020 and 2021 like that. Right. It, okay. the, the fees they're paying right now will go to the 2021 season. That makes perfect sense. I, I would worry, and I definitely think this would happen, weaker leagues might fold, weaker owners would get out. Productive struggle doesn't look quite as much fun. You know? No, not neither does win now. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. All your, all your now. got old, and you know, yeah, people start retiring because there's no season, and you thought you could get one more year out of them. And, you know, the one instance in Dynasty where the middle middle of the road, t- the <laughs> right. team in the middle with the with the twenty four to twenty or twenty eight nine year olds is in a better spot. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think I think productive struggle. I mean, I'm biased a little bit here, but I think productive struggle is a lot better place to be right now than uh, than your win now team with with Julio and AJ Green and Melvin Gordon and, and these guys uh because we fast forward a year from now and again we're right now talking about the assumption that the the season could be canceled you throw another year on those guys I mean we've got Breeze and Brady you guys already mentioned them yep. we might never see them play again uh, I, yeah. I don't think either of them would walk away, uh, you know, in, in this scenario, this way, they're, yeah. they're not going to, not going to go out will. that way, but, but yeah, so, some, some would. And, uh, there will, there will be play- Fitzgerald, maybe you sure. never know. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's some players. Yeah. Anyone's fighting injuries. I'm right. Yeah. Scott, the, you mentioned the rookie draft and that's the last thing I want to ask you about. Actually, can I go back to, uh, well, not it's not back, but it's prior to rookie draft. Uh, it's kind of along what we were talking about, about people's sure. rosters. I, th- I think there's also a possibility here to consult with your league because every league is different. But because people have built 
win now strategies and people have built progressive struggle strategies. I think that there's there's an open door to discussing with your league. Say you have Ryan, most of our leagues are like 28, 30 man rosters. Discussing with your league, hey, let's let's drop that down a little bit further for this this next off season because I built it this way for this season and this is not what I'm getting. I need to build for twenty twenty one now. So maybe everybody drops their roster like a deep keeper. Drops the roster just a few more spots, maybe down to 22 or 24 or 20 or whatever, and uh, have a fun new draft so that people can remake their team the way they want to make it for 2021 because they were making it for 2020 at the time. I'm just throwing it out. You know I do this on Commission Impossible. I'm just throwing out an option for leagues to consider. Yeah, and I I like that idea. There's actually a lot of – there's a lot of things you could do to – to try to balance things out. And I think that would definitely be one of them. That would be a, a good, a good thing to do. S- Scott, I know you're starting a lot of new leagues right now uh, over at safe leagues. Uh, in fact, we have, uh, we have one that you have partnered with us over at DLF, the DLF champion series. That's uh, a very cool new format. Those leagues are drafting right now for a brand new league that hasn't even played would you suggest doing anything differently than what we've talked about already today? Meaning, would you would you suggest a total scratch uh, of the startup draft and, and draft again in 2021 if the season were canceled? I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't um, either. Okay. It, yeah. <laughs> if, the, if your whole league is really into that, uh, you know, that's – that's because it's your league. But in general, uh, I don't think so. I, I also think a lot of leagues that are drafting right now are drafting with the understanding that this is a possibility. Sure. So, so I, I think there there's at least a small amount of preparation for this as a possibility. Uh, I would not redraft. I, I've, I've thought a decent amount about that. Um, I would, however, you know, make sure that they know the possibilities and they can get a refund and get out. Um, but no, I would not. Yeah, good. That's I'm I'm glad we're in agreement there. I think that's a pretty pretty drastic step uh and I'm sure some would be for that especially if they do go heavy win now. Uh but uh, again, we've talked a lot about risk and that would be a risk if you're uh, if you're building a very heavy win now team m- meaning built around uh around these veterans that are likely losing value. That's one of the risks you're taking. Scott, the last thing I want to ask you about today, and again, this is still under the scenario that the season uh, could potentially be canceled uh, for the NFL. What do we do with the rookie draft? We, we're, we're, yeah. we're about to have our 2020 rookie drafts, and we're getting, uh, we're getting Taylor and Swift and Dobbins and Judy and Lamb. We're getting all these guys, Tua, uh, into the league. But there's a lot of exciting names next year, too. Rondell Moore yeah. and Trevor Lawrence and uh, and Jamar Chase and so many others. Mm-hmm. What do we do? There's been no season. We have no way to differentiate the good from the bad. At least no no top, no common way that we always use, meaning record and total points. Yeah. So how do we set a draft order for 2021? The only two real ways I've thought of that that people can probably do fairly easily on their own, either with an Excel doc or just uh, uh, whatever. Um, the first one would, and, and I think the door is open for a dynasty site to make a tool that does this for, 
for them. Mm. Uh, there, there are two two options I really see is the same order as 2020 is going to probably be the most popular one in leagues just because it's the easiest. Um, and I don't think it's terrible, uh, but I don't love it. I think the other uh, another option is going off of an ADP or rankings site. Uh, get getting cumulative or uh, average point values for for each team in the league and then ordering it that way because if you have an ADP from December or January or whatever of next year that's going to be a closer to fairer value of how good each dynasty team is um, I think that's in the ballpark of uh, possibilities for working into your league yeah what if you just I totally like randomized it uh I don't think it's terrible. <laughs> I really right. I really I really don't think it's that terrible and I'm I'm actually fine with it. I would probably rank it third of these three options, but I think it's a very viable option. What about randomizing but you uh, let's say you have lottery, like a lottery. Well, essentially a lottery. You can take your 1 through 6 and you can randomize that. Yeah. Uh, and then randomize your 7 through 12. So if you won the yeah. league in 2019, maybe you can still get the 1.07 pick, right. but you can't you get can't the 1.01. 1. And and like if, if you were... Playoff teams. Yeah. You can do it NBA style. I used to have a Debbie league. We would do a, a lottery with ping pong balls every year, but you could never move up more than three spots from where you were before. Um, I think that's I think that's in the cards as well. You can... Uh, like you can, you know, give assign everybody an X amount of, you know, ping pong balls and this the seventh place team can't get one oh one, but they can get one oh four. The twelfth yeah. place team, the best team cannot yeah. get cannot get the one oh one, but they can get up to one oh nine. I think that, that could be a fun way to to do it and uh you know, doesn't uh doesn't give a championship squad a a one oh one. So think about it in this light. Uh, so we're two Thursdays from now or whatever, they're going to have the NFL draft and the Bengals are going to take Burrow. And then a month from now, unfortunately, the league is canceled for the year. Do you really think the NFL is going to say, hey, Cincy, you guys get Trevor Lawrence next year too? You know, like, they wouldn't keep the same 32 <laughs> order, would they? No way. That's that's a good point. Uh, do we take uh, our cues for our, right, our right. fantasy rookie drafts from whatever the NFL and all their minds uh, think up to do? I... I man, I had not even considered that, Matt. That's a that's a really good idea, <laughs> or a good thought a thought process to have. Right. I mean, if there's no league, they're going to have the same problem, and we'll just do what they do. <laughs> yeah, love it. I love that. I, I really hope we can uh, look back on this show in June or July or August, and that it can be one that that is a waste of a show. I really hope Total that's. Obsolete, I, yeah. I really hope that's the case. Uh, I'm. I'm Slightly worried that won't be the case, but uh, <laughs> but we'll. I can't wait to go down as the guest of the most worthless show that Dynasty <laughs> Blueprint ever did. It, or it could be groundbreaking. It, it would make me so happy if if that's what happens, Scott. We we need we need football. We need football. Um, yes. And Scott, just for the record, we've we've talked about this topic. We wanted to cover. Uh, we wanted to bring you on and cover this uh, on the Dynasty Blueprint. Uh, but on our other pod that Scott, that you and I share on Commission Impossible, we're also going to be covering this same topic. And I would say we'll we'll dig a little bit deeper on that uh, in the next in the next week or so. Uh, but we we mm-hmm. wanted to give the uh, dynasty players and and especially dynasty commissioners kind of kind of an overview of 
what you might want to be thinking about and, and preparing for in these next couple of months. So Scott, thank you so much for coming on. Hey, we really appreciate it. I got it. one more thing for, I got one more thing for you for keeper sure. leagues. Cause I know they're out yeah. there. Uh, my suggestion for keeper leagues, cause I've been asked is uh, if, if people have cut down for their keeper deadline, whenever it is, and then it gets canceled, allow them to re add all those players. Yes. Like that's, hmm. I, I just want to yeah. make sure to get that out there. Allow them to re add those players and then they can choose different keepers next. Yeah, year. that's a that's a great makes sense. Great yeah. uh, piece of advice because again, if you chose uh, if you chose Julio, Julio Jones as as yeah. one of your keepers, that that might change a year from now. You might want a different player. And again, that's under the assumption that the scary assumption that the the season could be canceled. Scott, uh, tell our listeners just in case they don't know already where they can find you and your work. Sure, you can find me on Twitter at scottfish twenty four. Uh, my work is safe leagues. I run a legal uh, fantasy contest operator. I'm going to have a whole bunch of uh, fun redraft options that we hope we don't have to refund you and you get to play out and have fun. <laughs> and then we, we constantly, we have like 600 some dynasty leagues, lots of different styles. The style Ryan mentioned, which is a champions cup where there it's basically four dynasty leagues and you get four points for a championship two points for second place one point for most points regular season points uh best record etc and you tally those points up after three years and the the person who's got the the most points in that cup series uh gets gets an extra thousand thrown on so uh there's there's lots of fun in interesting leagues we run over at safe leagues all right great stuff scott thanks for joining us today thanks for listening We'll be back next time with more Dynasty Blueprint.